Hey, hey, hey. Y'all, we are back. We are back with the last episode of the season. Oh my God. Uh, we did it. We Listen, made it we to did episode it. 12, y'all. We've been, it just, let's just go back up down memory lane, okay? Hey. We started to talk back in January, and it is now almost, it is middle of March. Yes, it is. It y'all, is. I, it, it's just so crazy how time flies, literally. Like, but you know. We ain't gonna be on no sad junk, you know. We still have a great episode planned for y'all today. Of um, y'all know we always we've been coming in hot with these guests. If y'all haven't peeped, um, but if y'all stick around, you know, at the end of the episode, we're gonna drop a little gem about season two. Not too much, right? Just, just enough so y'all know y'all know what's up. Um, so I'm gonna let my sister get started off for. Her. Yes, yes. If you do not know now, now you will be reintroduced to this is Dr. E. And I'm Donald Coleman, and this yes. is Unapologetic Conversations with the Colemans. Yes. <sighs> Look at Brother. that. Look at that. And y'all know she had to be extra with that little tiara thingy she wearing, y'all. If you're watching this on YouTube, like she she said she gotta get the edges right. Her hair did. Period. Because um, I had to leave this season letting y'all know the queen is here and she will be back next season. I had to leave y'all with, with this beauty, this presence. Okay. <laughs> she said, I she said, if listen, if it's ending, it's gonna end on the right foot. Period. I had to put some lashes on for y'all today. Get these eyebrows together. Serving skin. Okay. Period. So as we probably usually do, um, we start off with our what are we drinking coffee segment. So I will lead us off for the last time of the season. Um, um, I went to Sweetwater, of course. I was really debating on going to Starbucks today. Mm-hmm. I was debating, but I was okay. like, nah, that's not going to be enough time to get there. And come back, you know, to do this on a on a schedule. So okay. I went and got a triple espresso. I added oat milk, sugar cane, and or not sugar cane, sorry, cane sugar mm-hmm. and vanilla. Uh, it's really sweet. Um, and the oat milk, because oat milk is very sweet, y'all. If you're still drinking cow milk, I'm gonna pray for you tonight. I'm gonna not light a candle. Milk. <laughs> cow milk. If you're still drinking cow milk, I'm going to light a candle for you tonight. Um, but the oat milk makes it very sweet, um, because this is a triple espresso, so you know it's strong, like that, Mm. that coffee breath, but, um, it makes it sweet, so it makes the aftertaste very sweet. Okay, you need to throw some mint up in that thing, because that espresso (laughs) will get that breath tangy. It'll put you where you need to be, but you'll be like, woo! Anyway, I did go to Starbucks earlier. It's a little rainy here in Georgia. So I wanted to be like really just on the level of energy that I like to give y'all that high vibration. So earlier I went to Starbucks, I had me a shot of espresso, but of course, when I came back home, because that was about like three hours ago, when I came back home, I still made me, of course, my Pike Place with two pumps of peppermint, four raw sugar, okay? And it is Pike Place from Starbucks. So although it's not in a nice little Starbucks cup, it is in my Jesus and coffee cup. But I always am a strong advocate of Starbucks. If you want to get your life together, always introduce your life to a cup of venti Starbucks. So 
that's what I'm drinking today, guys. Yes, of course, you know, if she can never make it to Starbucks, she will always make it at home, y'all. She is down bad for Starbucks. Delicious. Like, Starbucks, if you are, again, listening to this season finale, um, please sponsor us. Matter of fact, y'all should just make a K-Cup with her recipe because <laughs> I think I really see some good brand in here. I really think someone from y'all marketing just needs to shoot us an email. You know, we would love to be Starbucks. Uh, Starbucks ambassadors. Uh, yes. we, would, we would love to be on the marketing team. So we're just going to throw that into the ether and let that uh, marinate and manifest. Okay. Oh, you got to marinate and manifest like some chicken breast. I love it. <laughs> listen, and hey, we trademarked that. So if you listen to it, it's already took. All right. It's already took and taken. It's already okay. took. It's gone. <laughs> <laughs> so our next segment, uh, we're going to go on. What tools and techniques did you use this week to better yourself? Um, I'm going to let you take it away. And then I'll add my little two cents at the end. Yes. Okay. So last week, guys, was a heavy emotional week for me. So I felt like I was giving and giving and giving a lot. So Sunday after the podcast, I went to the grocery store. And if you guys follow me on Instagram, if you follow me on my website, DrEbonyComan.com, you will know I have a seven-day detox ebook. So what I did was I went to the grocery store and I followed verbatim on what I needed to eat to detox my life, okay? So for this whole entire week, this is my last day, I have been detoxing. And when I tell you, no cap. Okay, and for the older people that no cap, lying. <laughs> no cap, no cap for the older no people. Cap, no, no, gown. no cap, no gown, no cap, no gown, no diploma. Period. Okay, no reward. Okay, and that's just all Mary had a lamp, but no, um, <laughs> I literally went to the grocery store, followed that seven day detox verbatim, and I have had since day one of the detox so much energy. Like I know I give coffee vibes all the time. Y'all know I love my coffee. But even on the days, because there's some days that I don't drink coffee, my energy levels have been through the roof. And so my tools and techniques of sometimes wanting to restart and start over, you have to listen to your body. If your body is telling you that you're tired and today is only Tuesday, you only two days into the week, or your body is telling you like, I'm exhausted, I have given too much, it is okay. It's okay to restart and realign your body. And I'm not just trying to plug, even though I am plugging, DrEbonyComan.com, my seven-day detox ebook, it allows for you to restart and realign your life. So if you are in need of like a fresh start, if you are in need of some natural holistic energy, check me out at DrEbonyComan.com because it really has given me my glow back. It has given me my energy back. It has just refueled me and realigned me. And I feel bigger and better than ever. So that was my tool and technique of the week. Yeah, I think this week um, planning has been a big factor uh, why I had a good week. I think because, as y'all know, I got this planner uh, from Tarjay. Uh, I've been using it faithfully for the last month now. Okay. Actually, a month and a half, I want to say, because um, I got it back in January. I got it back in January, and hmm. 
Y'all, physically planning things, I know, for me at least, it always felt redundant. But, uh, you know, because we live in an age where we got Google Calendar, you know, we have uh, Google Drive, you know. What's the need for actually writing stuff down? Like, are you in the Stone Age? I know. I get it. I, I was on that boat, too. I was, like, writing stuff down. What am I, Ooga Booga? Like, this is not it. Uh-huh. But um, actually physically planning stuff out really helps bring that um, what you need to do. It sinks it into your head. Like it lets you know, okay, I woke up, I'm a planner next to my nightstand. And it's like, all right, this is what I got to do today. Go get it. Because I think for a lot of us, especially with this, us being on quarantine and hard quarantine, I should say last summer, uh, we got so used to our phones notifications to the point yeah. where we would get a notification and be like, okay, on to the, like, <laughs> you, you wouldn't even realize the importance of what the notification was. It could have been a whole email from your boss. And it's like, oh, it's a notif- it's probably Instagram. Like, I ain't finna, no. So if you were like me, um, go out and get you a physical planner um, and get your life right. Get it right. It's nothing like writing things down. I am, you know, a strong advocate of planning and structuring your day, especially your week. It's it's easier to be like, oh, I'll just do it tomorrow. But when you see that you have written it out, you're now obligating yourself. And it's like that promise that I always talk about. If you make promises to other people and you're always there for other people, sometimes you have to sit down and reflect like, I give to other people, but I'm not showing up for myself. And I feel like a planner makes you obligated to show up for yourself. Write it out. Get it ingrained in that thought process and go out and do it. It's nothing like manifesting and bringing your dreams to realization. Facts on facts. I love that, brother. Yeah, so um, that is what I had to add for tools and techniques of the week. Because y'all know I just be letting my sister take over. <laughs> but I was like, considering this is our last episode of the season, yeah. I'm going to add my own two cents. I'm so sad that you keep saying the last episode of the season. Listen, listen I know, but we are going to come back bigger and better. And oh, we're going to talk about that at the end. Yeah. But moving on um, to my personal favorite segment, um, no shade. Uh, Palm shade. <laughs> Palm tree, shady grove, okay? <laughs> not Bahama, not Bahama palm tree. Um, <laughs> So we're going to move on to stone of the week, you guys. And this week's stone is Moldavite. Uh, I'm going to show you guys if my ring light will let me be great. Being great. I like that. Um, It's like a deep green, like a deep olive green, kind of like what I'm wearing uh, on my EMU sweatshirts. Uh, (laughs) This little plug out there. But anyways, uh, Moldavite is a very good stone. Um, especially because as we're recording this, um, the next month, which is April 2021, is going into retrograde. We are going back into retrograde, you guys, and the planet uh, for this one is Pluto. And Pluto is the planet of um, relationships, um, whether it be sexual, platonic, intimate. Um, It is the planet of um, self-realization, self-image, self-worth. Um, and Moldavite is a very good stone. Um, I know it's, it's very TikTok famous right now because, you know, all the millennials and Gen Zers, you know, are suddenly getting into spirituality now. And Moldavite has just been <laughs> popping for a while. It took me a while to find this piece, okay? Did it really? Like, 
It was, yeah, like a lot of places don't have it because, you know, TikTok, <laughs> it's just the made it famous. Um, but Motorbike is a very good stone if you are trying to, um, if you're someone who's struggling right now, whether it be spiritually, uh, creatively, um, maybe you're struggling in school or in work or your relationship, um, Motorbike helps bring out a lot of um, internalized uh, trauma or any kind of deep-seated issues that you may have. It's a very powerful stone. Um, like I tell anyone, get the stone at your own discretion, okay? It's very powerful. Like the first couple of weeks I got out, I was like, whoa. Like I was realizing like, yes, I was realizing, <laughs> you know, some people were bad for me. You know, I had to okay. cut some people off. And it's a very good stone um, to just kind of bring some of those issues to light. Um, okay. Motorbite is also good to stimulate the heart chakra as well as our third eye chakra. So our heart chakra, third eye. Um, and yeah, if you are out there, you're trying to bring out some of those, that trauma you got, maybe, I don't know, past relationship, whatever it may be, hmm. getting a Motorbite will definitely help um, you bring those issues out and to resolve them. And that is stone. Okay. You better drop them gems, drop them stones. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, Moldavite, um, like I said, it got TikTok famous. Um, okay. And it was very hard. And they're very expensive. Like, this piece of Moldavite was, <laughs> I'm ashamed to say, it was almost $40. Are you serious? Yes. I know they make necklaces that are, like, $300. Like, it's very, because now it's grown and it's very popular in demand, prices have gone up. So um, if you can find a decently priced piece of motorbike, I would definitely uh, recommend you get it. Yeah, if you guys are not watching on YouTube and you're just listening, it's literally like the small, like a piece of, um, what would you say? Like, if you look at your fingernail right now, that's how big it is, okay? It's yeah, it's very like, very tiny. Um, imagine if you picked up like a big piece of gravel, yeah. um, like in a parking lot. It's like that. <laughs> I wouldn't even say a piece of, I would say a pebble. <laughs> listen, it's all, listen, it's all for the good vibes, am I right? Um, no, but I honestly, I'm giving you a hard time, but I hear you. You know, people, I hate to say it, but it's like when you talk about your education, right? And people are like, I would never spend that amount of money on school. That's just too much money. You're going to higher education. What are you going to do with it? But my thing is, whatever it is that you invest into, make sure it's an investment that's aligned to who you want to be or what your higher power has ordained for you to be. So if that means you have to invest in classes, if you have to invest in spiritual alignment techniques, you do what you have to do because you should never put a price on your investment. So especially if the investment is in yourself. So I hear you. I'm all, I'm all about it. I'm $250,000 all about it, okay? Because <laughs> that's how much it costs to get a PhD. If you didn't know, now you know. So I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, I detected a little bit of uh, agony, um, a little bit of saltiness, a little bit of salt. Hey, you better listen. It is saltiness when you think about it, but shoot, you got to do what you got to do. Investments cost. That's why they're called investment. But it's going to have that future payoff. And that's what you have to think about. You can't always be small-minded thinking about what's happening now. It's, it's about being future goal-oriented. Yes. Look at you, planting seeds and whatnot. 
are you planting seeds? They're going to blossom one day. Then you're going to be happy you planted them. Listen, hey, I would love to pick an apple from that apple tree. Listen, Don't okay. talk about it. Okay, <laughs> I love me a good apple, especially a green one. Oh, that's where we're different. But anyway, moving <laughs> on. Uh, we are going to go on to Enlightenment of the Week, which is that is your segment. I'm going to let you take it away. Look, speaking of investments, right? <laughs> so... <laughs> I was literally, of course, going through Instagram. You guys know I love me a good social media platform. And there was this meme that I seen. It stated, sis, all the rules are fake. Do you? I'm going to say it one more time. Sis, okay, hey, you. All the rules are fake. Do you? I had to, re- I had to screenshot it, post it, love on it. Because that is so embodying of, when you talk about press and play, that's what it means to press play. Do not ever let anybody tell you if you don't do it this way, it's not going to happen. Whatever the way is that makes you be on go, whatever the way is that makes you see that green light instead of that red or yellow caution light, you do that. Everybody goes to sleep at night, right? Our time schedules might be different. But when you go to sleep, you go to sleep with your mind, your worry, your thoughts, your anxiety. So if it's keeping you up at night because you're too afraid to go out there and pursue it, you're worried about the rules, worried about, oh, if I do this and it's not right, oh, if I make this mistake, the biggest mistake that you can ever make is the mistake of not believing in yourself. Allowing society to dictate who you are Allowing society to tell you what you can and cannot do. The rules are fake. The only rule is the rule that you make you happy and you pursue whatever is going to make that bag bigger for you and your future you. Chase the bag, okay? Chase whatever it is that's inside of you that makes you want to go on go. So when I seen that meme, I knew I wanted to bring that as my enlightenment of the week. Because there is no rule out there outside of that self-worth, self-love, self-value that's telling you that you can't do whatever you want to do. Go for it. If you were sitting back on your couch, reading a book, doing all this research, and you're like, I know I got the techniques and the tools to make it happen, but maybe I don't have enough money. Maybe I can. If you're listening to me or you're watching us on YouTube, take this as a sign to go. Forget the rules. Forget what the naysayers may say. Do it and do it now. So that's my enlightenment of the week. You know, beautifully well said. Um, honestly, for a minute there, you were given very much Everest commercial. And I was here for it because you made me want to go on the phone and get my life together. Like, all right, podcast over. I'm going to just go make some phone calls. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, and we're going to get, it kind of talks about what we're going to be talking about today, but um, well, actually, no, go ahead. Let, we're going to segue into our main topic today, um, okay. which is going to be uh, relationships and transitions within relationships. Um, and you guys know, we've definitely talked about interpersonal uh, relationships, also external relationships. Um, and so 
it's so great that you were talking about what you were talking about earlier with investments because mm-hmm. we all make investments um whether we see it or not right we make investments with relationships we make investments with friendships with partnerships um whether that be uh romantically or business related um so i think it's important that you realize what you're going into when you're like okay this is the person that I want to invest in spending time with, or this is the person I want to invest in starting a business with, or, you know, um, this is a person I want to invest in building a relationship with a family with. Right. So, yeah, I think that was just the perfect, perfect little segment. Of course, investing. <laughs> I mean, investments can look like you guys know, do you know the um, app called Acorn? I've been seeing that so like on Instagram, like the advertisement. Yeah, it's so dope. I mean, if you guys don't know about Acorn, it's an investment stock app. So say you have your Chase card, your debit card linked to it. And you go to the store and you spend $7.99. Then you can tell Acorn, you already have it set up, that anytime that I spend on my Chase debit card, round it up. So they'll take that and just round it up to $8, right? And they'll spend like whatever it is, the residual of that money, they put it into your account. So some days you might invest $5, some days $3, some days a penny, okay? But it allows for you to invest into stocks based upon your financial income and based upon what you can afford. So I say all that to say, right? Oh, uh, by the way, this video is not sponsored. Um, okay. <laughs> exactly. Just want to throw that out there. I know, y'all, that sounded very sponsorshipy. I would love, listen, Acorn, if you're listening to this, if you want to sponsor, but um, just for legal purposes, this is not a sponsored video. It is not a sponsored video, but I do love, love, love that app. Acorn, if you're listening, cut the check. But... Okay, period. Um, I love that because I always like to align that to like interpersonal relationships that I have, right? So if you guys are just now tuning in, Donald and I, this is the first time that you're hearing us or seeing us. If you're watching us on YouTube, we are brother and sister, but my father, which is Donald's father, we have the same biological father, um, divorced my mother and married his mother right? So we both are aligned gene-wise, but we never lived under the same household, right? So I am 33, and Donald, you are? 19. I will be 20. 20 real soon. (laughs) Okay. 20th is loading. Listen, so when you talk about age groups and differences, and we were living under two different households, He was in the city of Detroit. And at that time, I think that I was living in Romulus. So if you guys are from Michigan, that's about a 20, 25 minute range of driving distance and proximity wise. But our relationship was really just based upon family gatherings. Like we might see each other for Christmas, Thanksgiving. We might see each other for a family barbecue. But after a while, I believe when I was about 17 when I graduated from high school I moved out and I started my international (laughs) journey of life and if you guys know me when I say international I mean that 
So in addition to academia, so we never really had time to get to know each other on a one-on-one interpersonal relationship until this podcast, which is very recent as of this year, right? So I feel like Donald and I, we have transitioned our relationship from just, oh yeah, that's my brother, to more of like, he's my brother, but he's my friend. He's my brother, but he's my confidant. He's my brother, but he's my business partner, right? I and love how I just fit into all these categories. I'm like, too. who would have known? You know, who would have known that we would have been able to transition our relationship from something that was just a title to something that is an investment of growth on so many different levels, spiritually, financially, everything, you know? And it was all because we took the time and we invested into growing, nurturing this relationship. Would you say that? Yeah, see, and going back to what we were talking about earlier, y'all, we was going to tie this up together. You know, we always, if you're just not tuning in, we always find a way (laughs) to tie something into something. But I definitely would agree. I think um, looking at our relationship right now, for example, you know, it definitely, um, this podcast is definitely, uh, I think, allowed us to grow and see each other for where we're at now. You know what I'm saying? I think it also just allowed for us to grow, like you said, business-wise. I think, you know, we've done a lot. We're continuing to do a lot behind the scenes, you guys. It's been crazy. Um, but, you know, uh, and I think a good part of it is, you know, we're investing in each other. We're also pushing each other's boundaries. Um, and not, no, not y'all thinking, listen, it's not, I'll be giving her a hard time. I mean, I do sometimes, but... <laughs> If you watch it, like I said, you will see this face. Hard time. Listen, I'm giving her a hard time. But when I say pushing boundaries, I mean, I think we push each other to be great. Um, Whether that be in our personal lives, whether it be in our professional lives. um, I definitely think that, um, you know, if it weren't for this podcast, it definitely probably wouldn't have been like this, you know. So I think transitioning to what we're talking about today uh, with relationships is, um, it could be certain events or it could be just that one, that one in a lifetime thing or that one in a million chance thing yeah. that could definitely evolve you and that person's relationship. Um, yeah. like, like I said, when we came together to make this podcast, we were like, listen, it's about to be, because this was 2020 still. And we were just like, listen, we're going in 2021. Um, we got to make it happen, you know. And we sat down and we came up with this podcast, you know what I mean? And I mean, you don't have to make a podcast to better your relationship with the sibling. That's not what this is at all. But um, it could just be small things as like making a group meet or, you know, Skyping each other every week, you know, or Zoom, you know, because we're in an age where Zoom is pretty much the new normal. Pretty much the new normal uh, because of Miss Rona. But, you know, just something, just setting aside, setting aside time to be like, hey, you're making an investment, right? And like I said earlier, we do it to the point where we don't even think that's what an investment is because that's what it is. You're investing time, you're investing energy, you're investing your faith, your, uh, just everything. Sometimes it can be finances, uh, finances, sorry, you know, 
So, yeah. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. I mean, and it allows for you, I like the part where you said to see where we are right now. Like we were able to see each other all over again. And I feel like sometimes that's what you have to do. Like I talk about self-inventory all the time. Looking at yourself, making sure that you're aligned. Yeah, 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 that's beautiful. But you have to also make sure the relationships that are around you are aligned as well. And I say that because if you're a spiritual person you're, and you're talking about like growth, if you've ever heard the colloquialism where they talk about God is not going to put you to the next level until you get rid of people that aren't supposed to go to that next level with you, that's real. I feel like since I've started this journey with Donald and this social media world, us doing our podcast, I feel like we have been growing, we have been blossoming, blossoming, we have been becoming. And shout out to Michelle Obama. Hey girl. Every time I say never, it's becoming, never I think of her. Oh, I'm sorry, former first lady. If I have to come correct. Yeah. Um, if you are ever listening, just know it's it is very rare we go an episode without mentioning you. So if you would like to come on for season two, you oh, know, true. we would we will shoot you the Zoom link. <laughs> Yes, we will. Okay. And give you all the praise. But anytime that you are becoming someone that's of not your norm, like you're challenging yourself, you're pushing yourself, you have to realize that some people are not meant to go to that next level with you. And your higher power is not going to allow you to transition your life or transition into new meaningful relationships until you realize that those people are doing a disservice to you. And that could be a part of your self-inventory. If you're around certain individuals, whether it's a partner, whether it's a childhood friend, whether it is a cohort, right? If you're around this person and the energy is not well, meaning that you feel like you can't be your 100% authentic self around this person, you have to constantly feel like you're tiptoeing around this person, or if you share beautiful things that's happening in your life with this person, this person is not happy for you, then that might be a person that you need to get rid of. That might be a person that you need to get out of your life because they're not met met to be around this transitional lifestyle that you're creating for yourself. And I feel like with Donald, my relationship with you has transitioned into something that has allowed for me to move away from certain relationships because I know that when I tell you something, it's under lock and key. I don't have to worry about, oh my gosh, I can't share this with him because if I tell, and that just, it allows me to feel free. It allows me to feel whole. And although we do this podcast together, y'all, we talk before, we talk after, sometimes well into the evening. It's light now, it might be dark when we get off here. But I feel that you have to have those types of relationships because when you are transitioning to the next level, there's a lot of things out here in life that's going to try to pull you back. It's a lot of people in life that don't want to see you grow. They want to constantly bring up the person you used to be. They want to constantly try to reintroduce you to your past to try to bring you back down to their level or their way of being too able to digest who you are, don't ever let those people win. If you feel like you have shedded fear, 
If you feel like you have shed it, ignorance. If you feel like you have elevated your, your way of responding to people emotionally, never let nobody tell you of who you used to be. You know who you are, right? I love Tina Turner because Tina Turner said, it was an interview she did. And they were like, did you, did you watch the movie of um, what's love got to do with it? And you know what her response was? <laughs> she looked at the interviewer and said, baby, I don't have to watch it. I lived it. And I love that because that's how you should respond to people that don't want to see you grow or transition into your higher you. You don't have to go back and be the person you were 10, 5, 3, 2, 1 year ago. You deserve the right to grow. You deserve the relationship that you have within yourself to meet you where you want to be or want to grow to. And when you have around certain people like that, they're not going to bring around your past failures or your past selves. They're only going to highlight your accomplishments. They're only going to highlight where you're growing and going. And I feel like if you're vibrating on that level and that's where you want to continuously align to, surround yourself with people that allow for you to live that way. And those are the type of relationships that will be rewarding. How do you feel about that, Donna? Like, what, what you think about that? I definitely um, agree with you. Like, you speaking facts. Um, facts, on facts. facts on facts. Facts no case. Okay. Um, <laughs> and I definitely feel as though, and I want to add to that, you know, also when we talk about relationships, we also have to, like I said, you have to see yourself where you're at now, right? Hi. Because you could have formed a relationship where, you know, you might have been an undergrad, right? And now you're a whole graduate student and maybe that relationship has evolved. Maybe that person didn't go off to graduate school with you or maybe they're in a whole different other program than you. And so definitely um, relationships are never just a one shoe fits all kind of deal. And your relationship should reflect the growth that you've made and that you will continue to make. Definitely. Um, because I know I have friends now in my undergrad experience that, you know, um, we may drift apart. You know, I may go into a master's program here and they go elsewhere. Or maybe we end up in a totally different program than each other. You know, um, if that relationship was meant to last, then it will show. Because Definitely. actions, that, that, that saying, actions always speak louder than words. Louder than words. Um, and yeah, that's how I feel about it. I think, like I said, if a relationship was meant for you, like you like to say, if it was ordained for you, if it was in the tarot deck for you, okay. <laughs> um, <it>. Then <laughs> listen, if the card spoke it, if they okay. if it was manifested, then it's, it's meant to be. But um, and I also would like to say that you know whether a relationship works or not, I think if it's the latter, you know, if it doesn't work out for whatever reasons, I think it's important that you still take what you learn from it because we all learn from all of our relationships and we do it subconsciously. Like we may not even realize it, but our day-to-day -day actions with, you know, people around us, whether they're an acquaintance or uh, our good friend or just a friend, maybe our brother, our sister, our parent, uncle, uh, significant other, whoever it may be, we're always learning something from them. We're always, there's always a lesson to be learned. So I think the most important thing is no matter if your relationship with that person is sour 
or you know maybe you just have bad history with that person whatever the case may be I always like to bring it around to a positive and be like what did I learn from this experience and what can I take from that okay it didn't work what were the things that didn't make it work right was it salvageable salvageable could have been saved <laughs> I can't. I, I can't got speak. you. When you, right, you got, got me. I got you. Um, could have been saved. You know, these are questions we all have to ask ourselves. You know, moving forward and creating new relationships and new memories. New relationships, new memories, new outlooks and perspectives on life. That's just really what it's about when you're transitioning in relationships. But also, I want to I want to look at it from the perspective of not just intimacy when it comes to you know, courting and all of that, but like intimacy with self. I feel like when you're transitioning, you have to also realize that the way that you love on yourself is how you allow your relationship to love on you. I'm gonna say it again, okay? Because it's some tea, okay? The way that you love on yourself is the way that you allow your relationship to love on you. And I say that from a female perspective, like when you are dating or courting, and for people that don't know what courting is, like, there's a difference, right? <laughs> I was like, please, because, you know, we grow up differently than most people. So please yeah, break we, that definition down. Because Grandma Clara, okay, so what are you doing? Are you dating or are you courting? Like, this was at 12 years old. I, that's I don't a know. distinct difference. <laughs> courting? Basketball court? No. Listen, so, there's, there's, there's different types. Listen. Dating is... If this is, you're younger most of the time, right? This is just somebody that is a friend, maybe friend with benefits, okay? No judging. And this person is just somebody that's real cool with you, right? This might be somebody you could see in a relationship, but maybe not. You guys go out, you might go out to nice dinners, have drinks. And that's really just like the extent of it. It's not talking about marriage or anything, kids or anything like that. Courting is the complete opposite. If someone is courting you, especially as a female, this person has called you on a Monday and said, Saturday at 8 p.m., I'm picking you up. What dinner do you like? Do you like seafood? Do you like Italian? Okay, do you like to go to steakhouses? What is it that you, what is your fine dining cuisine that you like? This person picks you up, you guys go out, he maybe has flowers or she, whatever you like today, has flowers for you. And this is like kind of like a romantic type of relationship because this person is trying to see if you're his or her wife. This person is trying to see if we do go into partnership, is this somebody that I want to be with in the long run? So that's the difference between dating and courting. Y'all, I think she may have just told y'all to step y'all game up subliminally. Just <laughs> if you didn't pick up on that, you know, because sometimes we are not auditory. Um, we don't pick up on things as we listen. But I think subtly she was trying to say, step y'all game up. <laughs> listen, I am 33 years old. OK, so when it comes to a relationship of any kind, if you think you want to go there with me, you definitely have to court me. I am not a dater. I got enough friends. OK. But, okay, so when you are looking at that perspective, when you're looking at transitioning of relationships, you have to think too, like your expectations have to transition as you grow and as your standards transition with yourself. 
if you know that you're taking yourself out every two weeks to get your nails and hair done, you, you go on self-care retreats, meaning I like to take myself out to eat. I like to take myself out to go smoke hookah or I like to work out. I like to make sure my body is in shape. If these are the things that you are pouring into yourself, when you get in partnership with someone, you have to make sure that that partner is aligned, equally yoked to where you are in life. Now, I'm going to leave it there and pause because that's like from a female perspective. So, Donald, I want to get your perspective and then we'll, we can continue from there. Um, well, I just love that, you know, you want my little old perspective. Uh, I think, you know, there's definitely a, we definitely agree with there's a distinct difference between dating someone and yes. courting someone. You know, like I said, not everyone was raised like us. You know, we was built different. Yes. We built different. We are okay. built different people. And not, <laughs> not everyone, you know, has that, you know, grew up with that distinction. Like, okay, this is what dating is. You know, dating, like you said, you know, friends with benefits, no judgment, you know. It's 2021, live your life. You only okay. got one. Yeah. But, you know, courting someone, um, like I said, definitely, you know, probably... Our, our distinction is probably more so, at least for me, is I'm courting someone, I'm spending quality time with you over quantity. And I think that's the distinction for me with dating versus courting someone because I could be dating you and we hang out every day and that not mean much because it's not quality. But we cannot, if, if I'm courting you, I don't have to see you every day, but just know whenever we are going out that that time is quality time that whatever we may be doing is done with intention. Ooh. And I think- That's my brother. <laughs> <laughs> like we're doing th whatever it may, we may be walking on a boardwalk, we may be watching a movie, whatever it may be. If I'm courting you, that means I'm doing this all with intention. I'm here presently because you can be here, but not here. Just know that I am here and I'm also here. Because that's what matters if you're trying to develop something serious with someone. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's important that you be there because people, especially nowadays, and I say that like I'm old, but just, you know, this generation of dating, I should say, um, nobody likes to be here anymore because mm -hmm. here is all, it's everywhere. You know, you'd be like, oh, I'm on a date with such and such, but I'm thinking yeah. about the other person and it's like, yes. oh my God. Um, all right, that's not, your, your body's here, but your mind is on the other side of town, okay? Right, like, I saw the other side of town wondering what so-and-so was doing. Like, that's mm -hmm. not, you know what I'm saying? So, um, and also, like what you said earlier, you know, as you're growing personally, interpersonally, it is also important that your relationships match that. Yes. And whatever relationship, whether it could be platonic, dating, whatever it may be, because as we're growing as people, you know what I'm saying? Our life experiences do shape us. You know what I'm saying? Um, where we're at in our lives definitely determine what we're looking for. What is our expectations? What are our boundaries? Right. What, what are we going to take and what we will not take? Those are all big determines of your life experiences, where you're at right now. So I definitely, um, and that's why I think a lot of people's relationships fail because one person may have went back to school and got a degree or yeah. you know maybe this person opened up the, a business and i was booming and the other partner feels left out 
or yeah. there's no communication. Hmm. And it's like, if you are, and that's why it's important where whoever you are with, you guys have to be growing. It's a journey. Um, what is it? It's not a sprint. It's a what is it? It's a it's, it's a, a marathon. A marathon, yes. Um, and that's why I think a lot of people relationships fail because they're treating it like a sprint when it should be a marathon. Yes, yes. You better speak. And I think it's important that we keep bringing up our upbringing, right? Because our grandparents. Shout out to Clara and Donald Coleman, senior. Okay. Our grandparents have been married since they were in high school and they are late into like their eighties at this point. And so they've been married for almost 60 years. So our outlook when it comes to courting, dating or partnership is I feel like different because we have seen expectations growing up. And I'm not going to sit here and paint a picture of everything being perfect or the stories that we heard about their union was always perfect, I think that would be a lie and I'm not gonna linger to you guys, but I just think it's important to see that growth at any level can be beautiful if your partner is willing to grow with you. That's the difference, right? So even for me, it might be, people say that my standards are high. People might say, label it as bougie. People might label it as, oh, she's going to be the lady with the cats when she get out of you I know about it. It's not that. It's just that I'm constantly growing. And I feel like if I'm constantly growing and I'm transitioning into this relationship that I'm having with myself, listen, y'all, and this is, this is a real straight talk, no chaser. I have been in toxic relationships, okay? I have been a person that I would never be right now. But because I'm growing and I'm developing, I have learned from those past quote unquote relationships that that didn't fit me. I can't be with a partner that doesn't want to grow. I can't be with a partner that doesn't have anything going on in their life outside of just a nine to five job or outside of like one stream of income. And I'm not saying that that doesn't work for other people. I'm just saying it doesn't work for me. I have seen when I partner with people that don't have things going on in their life and they're not growing, it can be a foundation of jealousy. It could be a foundation of envy. And those are things that just doesn't align, allowing me to grow. So I don't even want to align to someone that that's what they want, because I'm not saying, oh, it's just all about me and they're doing a disservice to me. Yes, they are but I would be doing a disservice to somebody that is not on the equal yoke path as me. And you have to sometimes kiss some frogs to realize that you have to sometimes sit back and be like, okay, I've been in back-to-back failed relationships. What's going on? And it's okay to be like, okay, I'm transitioning to this person. And as much as I want to partner with somebody, I'm probably not partner, partner though right now. I shouldn't partner. Okay, whatever. I probably made that word. In a partnership. Okay, I shouldn't be in a partnership right now because the partnership for me is looking like growth. It's looking like movement. It's looking like I have to focus on me and pour into me so that I can be who I need to be before our partner. All of that is a transition. And all of it 
is a relationship. Because without knowing what makes you want to transition and grow, you sometimes partner to things that can make you stagnant. And those things is like you wake up in the morning and you're irritable. You wake up in the morning and you're feeling depressed. You wake up in the morning and you're looking on social media and wishing that you had other people's quote unquote beautiful lives. A lot of that has to do with the fact that you have anchored yourself to something that doesn't soothe or fit you. And those type of relationships are not going to do anything but breed and blossom toxicity within self. So then if we have toxicity within self, we partner to others that are toxic because that's what we are loving in ourselves. That's what we are blossoming within ourselves. So it's so important to know you. It's so important to have that time where you transition and grow within self and you try to disseminate what allows for you to feel whole, what allows for you to feel like you can be a healthy person. Because if you are trying to, whether it's a boyfriend, girlfriend situation, if you're trying to grow in any type of partnership or relationship outside of you and it's not working, you might be the reason why. Definitely an add on. You definitely add on that. First of all, you definitely saved yourself. You're talking about kissing frogs. I was like, not she, not she trying to be a Disney princess. Not she trying to be like Tiana. Listen, with um, these lashes on and this hairband on and this glowing skin, Tiana all day. Hello, Disney. Okay. I'm, I'm like, like Disney. If she's trying to work <laughs> at y'all part as Tiana, um, I think she fits the bill. You know, same bill. <laughs> Anyways, um, definitely. Uh, yeah, like you were saying, you can sometimes hinder your own growth, right? Yes. And also, um, going back, um, backtracking a little bit, when we're talking about couples not growing together, there can also be couples are growing, but sometimes that growth leads you away from that person, right? Because maybe hmm. you are finishing up like a PhD or MD and you have a job lined up here and your partner has a business and it's centered around their hometown. And it's like, you have to choose what's important for you at that moment. And sometimes that growth does sometimes involve your relationship having to end. But I think overall, like I was saying, you're making you're, that investment. Are you choosing to invest yourself by picking that job opportunity you have lined up after this program? Or are you gonna try and invest in your partner by staying here but you potentially losing that in a personal growth. And sometimes a lot of us are faced with choices like that. It's like, do I want to stay here and support my partner or do I want to go follow my dreams? And sometimes, you know, it's not fair because life ain't fair. <laughs> Lose flash. If you've been living, if you've been living for a minute, you know, okay. life ain't fair. So Never. I think at the end of the day, um, that self-realization needs to kick in. And a lot of people don't like to make choices. I, I, it's, I've been growing up seeing people, people don't like to make choices and make decisions. Uh, sometimes we like to kind of kick things on autopilot and just kind of ride the wave. But sometimes, you know, you need to take control of the ship and figure out where your next destination will be. And I think whatever destination you choose, 
make make sure you choose that of your own free will first and foremost and second of all you're doing it with the intention that i'm going to grow as a person because at the end of the day you were born as you and you will die as you i love that Before and that's something any- i'm sorry i'm oh, sorry no. you just struck a nerve that's i'm like <laughs> <laughs> no, I, just, I that's what I was going to, you know, finish off with, you know, is yeah. that at the end of the day, you have you, and at the end of the day, all is left will be you. That and is. so you need to make choices. I mean, I see people, you know, be so pressured to be in a relationship, and that's fine. But at the end of the day, you know, when you kick the bucket, when they put you in the ground, all that is left is you. You in that casket. Not nobody else. Not the neighbor. Not your dog. Not your cat. Not your broomstick, whatever, <laughs> whatever, you know, it's you. So when you're going through life, you need to make choices that you will be happy with. Because sometimes oh. we make a choice and we think we're happy. We get that pseudo happiness, right? And we think that we're going to be happy with it. But in the long run, we're not happy with it. So that's where. Oh, you're right. I think I want to plant my flag. <laughs> Listen, you planted it and cemented it at the bottom. Okay, I hear you 1000%. It's like, it's, it strikes something in me because it goes back to the enlightenment of the week, right? Where I said, sis, all the rules are fake. Okay, do you. And I say that because don't ever anchor. And this goes for women and men. Never feel like you have to anchor yourself to societal obligations or societal roles. Never feel that way. I don't care if you're 30 and you feel like, oh, I'm not in a relationship, I haven't had any kids, but you have a bomb ass entrepreneurship going on. You have the degrees, you're living where you wanna live. Like your life is full because you established yourself and financially aligned yourself to live this life. You are doing amazing. If you are a male out here where you have went to school and maybe you joined a fraternity and you have like maybe a CEO position, whatever it is, if that's feeding you and you are doing well, good for you. Never feel like society is determining your happiness because society's vision of happiness changes probably every season. It's a new trend going on. Somebody else has popped in. Uh, relationship goals are hashtag under new people. <laughs> I say all that to say, never anchor yourself to something you can't control. You have to anchor yourself to what is in your control, what's in your realm, what you go to sleep with and wake up with every day. And that's you, right? You Even if you've been in a committed relationship, that person that gave you no ring, that person giving you red flags, this is what you need to do, sis, do sis, okay? You do not have to anchor yourself to anything that does not fulfill you. If you are organically trying, and if you organically are loyal and responsible to somebody else and they're not giving that to you, move on. It's okay. Yes, you might cry and it might be something that hinders you in the moment emotionally, but at the end of the day, Everything goes through a period of sadness, but from tears, we grow. We emotionally advance. It's going to be okay. So where I want to, you know, leave this and if these were like last words, if people are listening and they want to know what transitioning of relationship is for them, is to only anchor yourself to you. 
Never anchor yourself to others or things out of your control. If you feel like you want to do it, go out and do it. If the person is meant for you, the person will grow with you. If they don't, they're not met for your next level of relationship, your next level in life, and that's okay. Because with every season, sometimes brings new friendships and relationships and partnerships. So grow and go, okay? Go out and be the best you that you can be. And once you find that, that's your true happiness. That's your true alignment to whatever you need to be. So that's where I want to leave it. Yes, I want to go back. Um, yeah, every season brings a new change. What is it? Okay. April showers bring May flowers. Yes. Yes. April showers <laughs> will bring May flowers, okay? <laughs> um, you plant the seeds and listen, sometimes we don't got a water. We don't got a uh, hole. Sometimes we use okay. our own tears. But as long as you are nurturing what you planted, you can only go up from there. Okay? You can only come up from the ground. You can't go below the ground. Right. You know, the tree don't grow below <laughs> the ground. It goes up. Okay. So I think that's where I want to leave it off, you guys. Thank you so much Yay. for this is our season one wrap up um this is the end of uh episode 12 thank you guys so much for supporting us you guys this has been um i ain't gonna get too sappy i ain't gonna cry none of that but um just on the instagram for supporting us on our social media platforms and you guys uh, we will be taking a short hiatus um to get ready for season two but when i tell you guys we are coming back bolder and stronger for season two it's hey. it's literally ridiculous like y'all think we're just gonna oh take it easy like we're still gonna be posting stuff on our instagram Period. we're still gonna you know who knows y'all may find us in clubhouses we may do an IG live. Like we are always on some type of grind. So um, don't think of this as a goodbye. Just uh, I'll see you later. Okay. Yes, we will be back. We will have a fresh brand new episode of our season premiere of season two on May the 3rd. Okay. So our, hi our hiatus is only for a month, guys. Okay. And I get emotional because I love what we're doing. I love our partnership. I love our transition of relationship. And in season two, of course, we're going to give you guys more of who we are, how we became who we are today. So I'm excited to share that with you guys. I'm ex excited to share like new guests with you guys. I feel like it's going to be amazing. But like my brother said, make sure you follow us on Apologetic Conversations with the comment on YouTube. Follow us at unapologetically underscore Coleman on IG. So just, and stay, you know, just DM us. Let us know what you guys think. Watch the episode, subscribe, tell a friend. And we'll be back to do it bigger and better for you guys next season. Yes, and I would like to reiterate, if you are watching this on YouTube, you know, I gotta, I gotta give the... <laughs> The blueprint. Um, make Please sure you guys go. like, comment, uh, subscribe, and also share our videos. You know, get our algorithms boosted up all the way up. 
Um, make sure you guys uh, follow us on Instagram. Um, if you're on Clubhouse, make sure you follow us there. All of that stuff will be linked in the description below. Um, I, I'm thinking I'm not missing anything else. Like I said, we will be back. Our first episode will premiere May 3rd on all streaming platforms and YouTube. Um, you guys, we are coming back. Like, y'all think this hiatus, we're taking a break. We kind of are. But, y'all, we are coming. We're going to have some names. Okay. <laughs> We're going to have some names come hey. grace the show, okay? Hey. Um, we are already, we have, uh, what did I say earlier? We have ma uh, marinated and manifested this. Okay, marinated and manifest. You know that we love us some chicken, okay? So we are yes. making sure we're marinating that thing so it's nice and juicy, seasoned right for y'all. <laughs> Listen, seasoned all the way right, y'all. When I say I'm beyond excited, uh, I'm beyond excited. Um, I definitely am. My Alexa was being very rude. I'm sorry, you guys. <laughs> it's okay. Um, but uh, I apologize. She's ruining our finale. But uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Alexa I, won't let you be great over there. Don't let me be great. Ain't right. that um, You even got the machines not letting me be great. <laughs> but yeah. Um, and like you said, I'm very sad that we're in the season one. I got so used to the routine. You know, y'all, this was a routine for us. Like every yeah. Sunday, hop on here, you know, get ready, you know, throw something on. Or if we had a guest, you know, prep our guest. And but I just know we're going to come back bigger and better. Um, and yeah, make sure y'all go follow go follow her um go check out her website you guys she is a wellness coach so if y'all like her um tips and tools of the week or if you like her enlightenment of the week you guys she will have a whole session devoted devoted to it so you need to get your life together you know it's still we're still in the beginning phase of 2021 so there's still time if you know we all know uh, January is the trial month. February right. is like, all right, if you didn't get it together in January, this is the time. And March is like, okay, we still got time. But April is panic mode. Okay. Book the summer sessions. is around the corner. <laughs> Book your sessions. And yeah. Um, yeah, that is pretty much it. Thank you guys so much. You guys have a whole season to binge now. That's so right. So if you liked it or if you missed the episode, you guys can go back and rewatch. 12 episodes worth hours worth of content y'all so don't sit up here and say we left y'all high and dry because we didn't okay. and we talk about everything guys like if this is your first episode we talk about mental health current events politics we even did an actual netflix uh review um i won't tell you exactly what the show is because you got to go back and watch it but um, we thank you guys for all of your support, all of your love, all of your likes on IG. Just keep subscribing on all, uh, all podcast platforms. I'm getting like, I'm getting like tongue twisted because I'm really like trying to hold back tears because me and my brother, even if it was Sundays, we didn't want to do it. Even if it was Sundays where we like, we just need to throw on whatever, come on here. We still did it and we were obligated to one another. We held our obligations every Sunday to one another. We scheduled for you guys and we made it happen. We made it happen. Listen, you gotta wake up and you gotta get it. So thank you guys for just being on this roller coaster with us. And we will make sure we make next season the best. Yes. yes, yes. So with that end, with this sad, we, you guys, you know, 
I ain't gonna get emotional, but it's that time we have to wrap it up. Thank you guys yes. so much. And we will be back May 3rd. So mark your calendars now. Mark your calendars. And also, you know, if you are on YouTube, make sure you hit that bell icon because you will be the first. V T H E E E. V. First one to get whenever we drop an episode. So thank yeah. you guys so much. And we look forward to seeing you in May. Bye guys. <laughs> See you.